Welcome to Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we talk about how we can live the gospel every day, no matter who we are, where we live, and what our circumstances are. Welcome to another episode of Living the Gospel podcast. I'm Malenko, and in the studio with me today is Eunice. Hello. And Eunice, today we're going to talk about a topic which we've actually called why this is the most important thing we can ever learn. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, humility mm-hmm. and part of our What Does the Bible Say series. Right. And in a way, I find it quite ironic that I'm doing this episode because I want to say that humility is something that I work on a lot and in no way feel like I'm someone that can speak as an expert on the topic, but maybe that's not what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> but what you're saying there, Eunice, is actually an important point because humility is not something that comes to us naturally as human beings. It's not part of human nature. No. There's people with different kinds of personalities and some can seem quite humble or, you know, quiet and reserved. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about now. This is something quite different. And we hope through this episode also to bring out what the Bible says about humility, Mm -hmm. uh, why it is so important, and what does it really mean when we're thinking about the biblical sense of it. So in I think when we think about this topic, we cannot not think about a very central verse that's written in James 4, verses 4 to 6. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And Milenko, you said you had some thoughts about why it says there, therefore, right? Right. Therefore is a word that actually points back to what came before. Mm. It's tying two ideas together. Mm -hmm. So that God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. That's got to do with what came before, which is being a friend of the world. Being a friend of the world makes you an enemy of God. So being a friend of the world in this context shows that's pride. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, why... Why is being a friend of the world pride? And then I thought of another verse in 1 John chapter 2. It says in verses 16 and 17, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. And here we see that, The world, that's not all the bad people and the bad things happening there, but what the world is, John says, that is basically my lusts, my will, Mm. that which wants something other than what God wants. Mm -hmm. And that can come out in many different forms, in things we say, things we do, things we think that go against God's will. And by doing those, even when God reminds me of something else, by doing that, I am basically saying that my thoughts are more important than God's thoughts. And I understand why that's why God resists the proud, because you are resisting him actually too. Yeah. When we're talking about the world, then we're talking about all the results of people living according to their own will. 
they come into enmity, they come into pride, they come into uh, vanity. Um, all these different things, all the problems in the world come from people doing their own will. Mm. And this is what God resists. So it's, it's actually very, very central, this whole thing of humility and maybe a different thing than what we think about a humble person. It can easily be that you feel that a humble person is a doormat, someone who gives in to everyone, doesn't have his own opinion. That's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Here we're talking about our relationship to God. Right, and it's because God is preeminent. He is. He encompasses everything. And and because of that, it also says there in James that he, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously and jealously means that he doesn't want anyone, anything else for in our heart than, than him. God loves us so much that he actually wants all of us. So basically true humility is that I'm willing to give up everything that comes from myself mm. in order to be obedient to God and that all the honor and praise goes to him. Everything I do is because I serve him. That's humility. Uh, then I'm exalting God. And, and that's also the mind of Christ. It's also written in Philippians 2 5, verses 5 to 8. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So so Jesus was the first one and he was the example. And it says here he was obedient to the point of death. And, and that is our example to follow. He too did God's will in his life. So it's really exhorting us to take on the mind of Christ. And then it goes on to explain what that is. Mm-hmm. That he was in the form of God. He humbled himself to that degree that he became a servant. He became a human being and he he became a servant. And from at, and then you thought, would have thought, okay, that was the humility. No, what does it say? It says, when he was found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. And that obedience, that's what it's all about. Uh, he sums it up himself when he says, in Luke 22, verse 42, and he's praying. Mm. And then he says, not my will, but yours be done. Mm-hmm. He yeah. says, it's also written in Hebrews, right? That that um, a body you have given to me to do your will, oh God. Exactly. And and that this is the, that's where the humility comes into it. Yeah. As a human being, we have our own will, something that, that wants to, that, that we sense the pressure inside. Jesus said, not my will as a human being, but your will be done. That was humility. He humbled himself. And that, that humility carried him right through to the point of death, the death on the cross. And that death on the cross, that's one thing is at Calvary, that he was obedient right until he actually died on Calvary. But he also was that other cross that he talks about, to deny yourself and take up your cross That's what he says, take it up daily. That's Mm. what he says, if you want to follow me, if you want to be my disciple, do what I did, then you have to do that. Mm. So this this death that took place, that was a death over his self-will. And then you are obedient to God's will to the point of death. That death is that my will dies. 
And that is the ultimate form of humility. That's the mind of Christ. And I mean, my will dies doesn't mean like you have absolutely no opinions at all. But I mean, it says here too that Jesus says in John 5, 30, I can of myself do nothing as I hear I judge and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. And and that is that that God's will and God's thoughts are way above mine and I am willing to bow myself and to take that as my own. That God's thoughts become my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And what you read there, that's actually amazing. You can just read, I can of myself do nothing. Whoa. That's not what it's about. It's, no. <laughs> I can of myself do nothing yeah. because that's that's so, it's nothing. My, my will, it cannot do God's will. But when I get God in my life, when I get the Holy Spirit in my life, when I start living according to His will, according to His word, I can do everything. Yeah. That's what, that's what Jesus came to. He could overcome sin. He could overcome him who had the power of death through that death we were talking about. And he died on he died on that cross on Calvary and he called out, it is finished. He'd overcome. Through God, he'd done everything as a human being in the form of a servant mm. by humbling himself. And that's what that's what this humility make it's so amazing. Far from being a doormat. You become one with superpowers, <laughs> to put it that way. Yeah. It's it's a supernatural power. It's God's power in your life because you don't rely on your own strength anymore. Yeah, I mean, and that's something we have to come to, right? I can of myself do nothing. I have to come to that self-acknowledgement that actually all that comes from myself, I see the results. It doesn't build relationships. It doesn't create harmony. And I hate it so much that mm. the only... The only solution is to humble myself and take God's will. And, and that's how we come to that, willingly humbling right. yeah. ourselves. And it's this self-acknowledgement yeah. that I of myself can do nothing. I, in fact, my all my works are filthy rags, it's written. Mm. And anything I can do in my own strength, anything that I can do according to my own will, it won't serve God's purpose. Mm. I have to surrender myself completely. I have to come to that real acknowledgement, I am nothing. Mm-hmm. in myself and if i try to bring make myself something i'm exalting myself i am proud and god has to resist me because mm-hmm. the honor belongs to him not to me mm-hmm. and that this is what uh, the conclusion paul came to in uh, he writes there in second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 god had said to him my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness and that weakness that is that self-acknowledgement, that my will, my lusts, what I want, what I think, that has to be given up and then God's strength can be made, be shown in my life. Isn't that amazing? Then I get God's strength is made perfect in me. Why? Because I am humble with that self-acknowledgement. And I don't try to do things because I think it's, the way it should be done or I want to push this through or as a reaction to what others do because I'm offended or all these kinds of things. That's my strength. But when I go go that way down, then God starts working in me and he exalts me. Because, I mean, it says also that when I'm weak, then I'm strong. And this weak, this weakness in with encompassed in this weakness is actually a real will to do God's will. Like that is my decision. And if you think about the world today, then, Humility actually is, I can say, a very unfashionable 
way of living. It's it's there. It is in no way something very popular for someone to want to humble themselves. That's it. Doesn't look like in that way you can win anything. It looks stupid. Yeah, humanized. Like what you said just now, like being a doormat. But <laughs> humility actually is the key to problems. If you if you think about it in daily life, in our situations. It goes right from the simplest situations in daily life right to the top of society, egotism, wanting to press through my will, wanting to be greater than the others in so many different forms. Sometimes it seems quite obvious and other times it's more hidden, but it's, mm. all, behind, it's all in there and it causes problems, it causes clashes, it causes, it causes confusion. Uh, confusion. Yeah, uh, it's it's terrible, and that that's right from our relationships at home to big politics. It all comes to the same thing that God's will isn't being done. If God's will had been done, there would be harmony. Yeah, and 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 like what we did on an ep- episode some time back that God's laws of life and and God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble is His law of life. We can't change that, so we can't we can't choose one and the other and expect a different result. And then then read something like Psalm 25, verse 9. There it says, The humble he guides in justice, and the humble he teaches his way. Mm. There is nothing better than his way, his justice. It's perfect. God is perfect in love, in righteousness, in everything. And when we learn his way, it can't be done better. So humility really is the building block on which everything can be done according to his will. Yeah. And it says also in Proverbs 11.2, when pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. And, and that's because we learn from God actually what's the right thing to do. And that is something that is unshakable. There's so many Bible verses. When you start looking at it, there yeah. are so many Bible verses. That's we just such underlined. a long list here. <laughs> We've got a really long list. Yeah. Uh, I was just looking at one here in Micah 6 verse 8. Mm. And it, it says here exactly what God wants us to do. Mm. Like if, you, if you're unsure what's, uh, what's God's will, here it says, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? There you have it. Mm. And there again, it comes back to this, that in my relationships to other people, then we can see things that come up. Yeah, like like irritations or demands or or blaming. taking sides or blaming or try or wanting to be a doormat or wanting to dominate other people. All these things come from my will, but walking humbly with God means I do His will. That means that I say the right thing, that I do the right thing, that I that I don't do what I want to do. I don't I don't answer back the way I want to do it. I humble myself. I judge that which comes up from me. And then I can say something that's according to God's will. And that's always going to be good or blessed, whether it's an exhortation or a, or a reprimand or the opposite, that you're, also try, that you're really blessing someone or thanking them. It's because I'm doing God's will. I think you're talking about a gospel now that can change the world, actually, if everybody did that. Well, absolutely it is. Yeah. And that, that's why we said also that this is the most important thing you can learn. Mm. It's, and when we say that, it's not because it's something that comes to us naturally. We have to learn it. Mm. And uh, I think you said to start with as well that it's not something that you feel is just there for you. 
mm. and you don't feel very humble and I, th- I think that's how everyone has it. Mm-hmm. The thing is that we have to practice humility. We have to deny ourselves, as Jesus says, take up our cross. We have to be obedient to the point of death just like Jesus mm. and that's humility. Do it in obedience to God's will. And in that way, God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven, as Jesus prays. That's the result of humility. It's life-changing. God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven. And we can create that paradise in our situations, in our home and in our with the people we have to deal with, you know. And that's that's the first step to changing the world. Yeah. And when, when you think about the world to come, the new yeah. heaven and a new earth, yeah. what's so very, very different between that world and this world is that in that world to come, God's will will always be done. Mm. That's the result of humility. We can start having heaven on earth with people we are. Around us, people can experience that taste of heaven because God's will is being done. Yeah, you, you have a care for the people you love and then you find that you do things that hurt them and, and imagine that they can have a piece of heaven hmm. at home and at work. And I mean, this is, if we have a love for people, then this is something we have to do. There is no other way. Yeah. And it has fantastic results. Yeah. Giving up anything, everything in this world for Jesus, giving up my own will, it only has gain. Humility mm-hmm. leads to gain. Mm-hmm. And, and what it is, it leads to exaltation. And who gets exalted? It's God. Mm. I think that's what we can conclude with, that, that that's the most important of all. Humility, that I disappear, but then God becomes great. And he can, that can happen through my life. And what, what results that has for people around me too. Mm-hmm. It'll be good to be together with me when I'm like that, hey? Yeah, I, I personally think also when you're with people who exude actually humility, it's something so attractive. It's an attractive life that draws you Very to that same so. life. And it's it's something I want to reach out for with all my heart. It's, it, is, it appears so attractive to me. And we have it as a title, Why Humility is the Most Important Thing We Can Ever Learn. And I think we can all make this our agenda in life, to make humility the main agenda in our life. And, and that every opportunity that I... I learned to see where I can voluntarily humble myself and let God take the upper hand. So let's challenge our listeners to that this week, to really see the opportunities where you can humble yourself. And think Mm -hmm. about it in these terms, humbling myself, what does that mean? And how is God going to be exalted in my life here now? Mm -hmm. And and, uh, go and find words about humility, about poverty in spirit, about lowliness of mind, and see what the promises are. See what God can do in such people. So I think, I think we have to end here, Milenko. We're pretty excited about this topic. We but... can talk for a while, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually have a brand new animation video coming out on the topic, God Gives Grace to the Humble. So really do go check it out. You don't want to miss it. And you can find it on our website or YouTube channel. And we'll stick a link in the description as well. And you can also read more on our topic page on Active Christianity about humility. Mm. And there's also a new website, wordsoffaith.org. That's words-of-faith.org. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's about the 
the writings and messages of a, a very God-fearing man whose name was Elias Aslaksen mm-hmm. from Norway. Uh, and it tells a little bit about his life. Fascinating. Mm. Uh, and the way he spoke, he really... got people to read God's word as it is and believe it as it is. Mm. And when he spoke about humility, he, at the end of his life, he said it that way too, didn't he? That he right. always thought humility was important, but that now he saw that humility was everything. Yeah. So thank you for listening thus far and have an awesome, awesome week. All the best. Bye, everyone. <laughs>